Underdog Collectibles is an online shop run by collectors for collectors. Join them every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night as they break new product, and maybe you'll pull a great hit to add to your collection. This week, they'll be breaking Contenders Football, Bowman Draft Sapphire, and Bowman Heritage. Check them out at www.udogcollect.com and tell them Wax Pack Hero sent you. Remember, always bet on the underdog. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute presented by ComC. I'm glad you're joining me today. We're going to do an episode today that I haven't done for quite a while. I think last May was the last time I did one of these. I'm going to do kind of a financial recap or a financial summary for the month of December. Kind of what was the Wax Pack Hero business world like for the month of December? You know, I always talk about wanting to combine both the hobby and business sides of collecting. And so I think it's been helpful for some to hear kind of what the business side looks like. It kind of gives an idea for some of what doing cards in a part-time manner can bring in, what it can generate, what kind of revenue you might be able to find by doing cards part-time if you're willing to put in a little work and and crank out some good content and those types of things. And so that's the reason I do this, just to provide a real-world example of what I've experienced. Your results may vary, but this is at least one example of what is possible if you're willing to, to put in some work and create some good content and try some new things and experiment. So that's why I do these financial recaps from time to time, and that's what we're going to do today. Well, Before we get into the financial breakdown, I want to make sure that you all are aware of what's going on at ComC. Right now, they're in the middle of the football finale auction event, and it's live on eBay's homepage from now through Sunday, January 31st. They've got hundreds of rare football cards, including autos, slabs, and one-of-ones. They're all available at auction on the eBay store. You can check it out by clicking on the eBay banner or by browsing auctions on ComC.com. And also, ComC is actively hiring for remote roles as well as positions local to Washington State. And they're looking to expand their order fulfillment and customer service teams. You can learn more and apply online at ComC.com jobs. All right, let's take a look at the month of December for Wax Pack Hero. I'm going to start off by saying this isn't really necessarily a full official gap accounting profit statement. It's it's more of a general free cash flow statement. I'm talking more in terms of the the cash that was generated and the cash that was spent in the month of December, not necessarily the full accounting profit or loss statement that your CPA might give you. So just keep that in mind as we go through it. it you know, you, you can't necessarily tie this to to your tax return or to your official um, profit loss statement that your um, CPA might give. Let's start on the revenue side here, and we really have three different categories of revenue for Wax Pack Hero, and that is we've got online sales. We've got now the shop and in-person sales, and then we've got the revenue that comes from affiliate relationships and podcast 
sponsorships. And so we'll kind of touch on all three of those things as we go through here. Let's talk about the online sales first. That's the, the path where I started. That's what I've been growing over the last few years. That's how I got my feet wet in the buying and selling. So for the month of December, we had online sales of just over $2,100. And that is split between eBay, sport lots, and then some direct sales on, on like Twitter or Facebook. And so we had just over $2,100 in sales between those two, split about 50-50 between eBay and sport lots. Um, December was my all-time high sport lot sales, just under $1,000 in sport lot sales. eBay was close to that. And then Twitter was about $250, $275, somewhere in that range. Um, I did have sales on ComC as well. Uh, but since I do so much flipping on ComC, Pretty much all of the money that I made from sales on ComC, a couple hundred dollars for the month of December, was put right back into cards there. And I'm continuing to scale my inventory there. So it didn't really add anything from a cash flow perspective, um, but I did have a, a couple hundred dollars, a few hundred dollars in sales on ComC in the month of December as well. Next up is the shop and in-person sales. And this is really a, a whole new category. Um, prior to this, my only in-person activity was the local monthly show that we had done for the last few years. That was non-existent in 2020. We had to shut that down due to COVID. But when I opened up the shop in the fall, uh, the in-person and uh, sales piece of things came back. And so I was not really sure what to expect when I'm running the shop from basically noon to four on Saturdays and Sundays. I mean, we're talking eight or nine hours a week that I'm open and we're dealing with still limited capacities due to COVID. And I know there's some collectors in town who are limiting their physical shopping until the pandemic passes. And so there were negative effects. But at the same time, it was also the holiday season, which led to some additional sales, I'm sure. Here's what the in-person shop sales looked like for the month of December. I sold about $1,845 worth of cards. Basically, just over eighteen to nineteen hundred dollars worth of cards being open eight hours a week for the month of December, and I'm thrilled with that. I don't know if that will continue. Like I said, that was a big boost, I'm sure, because of the holiday season. But generating eighteen hundred dollars in sales in one month when you're only open uh, limited hours, I I'm ecstatic with with what that could mean once we're back into a, a normal environment. So that is what the shop in-person sales look like being open part-time. Next up is the website and podcast. And this is a category that I really hope continues to grow because this is one of those things where I put in the work to write an article on the website and I put in the work to record a podcast and get it out there. And then it's kind of hands off. And the, the money that comes in from those um, affiliate relationships, uh, the, the podcast downloads, and, and all of that type of stuff. I don't have to do any additional work to generate that affiliate income. Um, I do have to continue to do a lot of good work to um, further those uh, sponsorship opportunities and the sponsorship relationships, but this is the type of thing that can really scale. It, I don't have to have hands-on work to fill more orders to grow the audience. You know, you do the, that audience growth work and you do the marketing that goes with that. And the scalability should be something that can really ramp up over time. And so I'm hoping to see the website and podcast revenue, 
revenue continue to grow. Well, for the month of December, that that affiliate and sponsorship revenue was about three hundred and fifty dollars, and you know I can't complain to go from basically zero or less than you know twenty or thirty dollars a month or something like that in two thousand nineteen before I got serious about this aspect of Waxpack Hero, seeing that grow from you know low double digits up to about $350 in a year is is fantastic. I'm very pleased with that and I'm hoping to see that continue to grow. Now let's talk a little bit about the expense side of things. First of all, I'm going to say some of the expenses that are like the commissions on those online sales on eBay and Sport Lots and that type of thing. I've already kind of netted those out in the figures that I gave you. As Like I said, I was kind of trying to provide somewhat of a, a cash basis or a cash flow basis. And so I had already netted out the commissions and selling expenses that come from those eBay and Sportlot sales. So those aren't going to be necessarily reflected here. But we did have about $280, just under $300 of administrative expenses. And those are things like envelopes and the website hosting fees and some of the other things like that that kind of are the, the back end to make the the website run, to make my eBay store available, you know, some of those types of things. And so we had about $280 of administrative expenses for the month of December. I did buy around $500 worth of cards, both from in-person, small in-person deals, as well as online from Tops and a couple other online marketplaces where I, I found some inventory. And, you know, those were a, a couple of the, the big expenses. I don't have a lot of overhead that I'm carrying with my current arrangement um, based on the way things are, are shaking out. And so my overhead is really fairly low at this point. So it, it was just under, you know, definitely under $1,000 in, in total expenses for the, the month of December. You know, like I said before, some of that shipping was was factored into the the net revenue that I received from Sport Lots and eBay, but I did total it up separate just to get a feel for how much I spent on USPS postage for the month of December, and it came out to right around four hundred dollars. And so I spent about four hundred dollars on stamps and package postage for the month of December. So all in all. We ended up with about $4,300 of revenue and around $900 of expenses, which left positive cash flow of about $3,400. And I'm definitely pleased with, with what that is and what that was. And I'm hoping to continue to grow that here in 2021 as well. If you've got any questions, reach out, let me know at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Send me a note on Twitter at TheMikeSummer. I'd love to answer any questions that I can about what things have been like or, or answer any questions. If you're considering doing something similar of what my experience has been, that's the reason I do this is to help other people get set up, that, to show what might be possible, to inspire some others to to take a leap and, and get their feet wet in buying and selling because if we can all start to generate some revenue to help offset the cost of our hobby, that just makes the hobby stronger for everybody. So I am more than happy to talk with any of you and share what I've learned up to this point. And uh, we'll, we'll see how things go. I'm still learning along the way as well. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show. Let me know what you think. Leave me a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. I'd really appreciate hearing it and hearing what else you want to 
uh, hear from me over the, the next coming year. So thanks a lot for tuning in and I'll catch you next time.